Welcome to Beyond the Field Podcast, your weekly dose of finance, property, and epic people doing epic things powered by the team at Money Empire. Get informed and entertained with the coolest cats in the business. Yep. Welcome back to BTF. My name's Kane. I have the wonderful Lucy here and the beautiful Goran Lonka. <laughs> Are you Goran Lonka? <laughs> no, he's away on COVID. <laughs> COVID Lonka's away. Issa's here with the maestro Wallstrom. Cool. Um, we want to talk about, uh, and we've talked about in this past actually, but buy now, pay later schemes because they have come under scrutiny at the moment from the government legislation or they're looking at it, sorry. Now, they've been pretty, I would say the last two to three years, a lot of people have been using them. Loose? Very loose. Mm. And people, I think, was it in lockdown, one of the alcohol stores yep. brought they, it in? Were they considering it? No, they did it. They, they, they did, did it. a Kerm Pam Ewer. Um, wasn't Super Liquor, wasn't the Botlow, one of them. Uh, buy now, pay later, alcohol. Wow. Absolute headbanger. Seriously, imagine having a splitting headache hangover and then realise you've got four, four instalments <laughs> to pay for your hangover yeah. for the next... <laughs> Four months, absolutely ludicrous, um, and got absolutely slammed, and then they were forced through community to take it down, but there's just no legislation Great over it. Great marketing ploy. Absolutely, got a lot in front of the front page of the Herald. Now, if you want to go out in the purse, you got no money. After pay Imagine having a 24 box of Heineken and then waking up the next day with a hangover and realising it's going to cost you for the next three months. My God. <laughs> what is the detail of this, Lucy? What, what are they looking at? What are the government looking at here? Well, they're looking at enforcing, um, so basically any loans over $600 or more will come with the same type of protection offered by borrowers that use credit cards and personal loans, because right now there's nothing around it, so, you know, you can just go on to Afterpay and, you know, whether you're getting a pay check and you can just go out and buy, buy things. Is there a limit on Afterpay? Um, uh, sorry, no, whatever it's called, Buy Now, Pay Later schemes. Is there a limit? I've never used it, so I don't know. You, you, get, yeah. you work towards your, what your yes, limit can you be. If you're a premium, I had one uh, customer that was very annoyed that the premium status was going to be removed. It didn't take her long to get to premium. It went from 500 to 1,000. I think she was at... 2500 Yeah, so I guess premium. if you're making regular payments yep. and you don't fall on that, you know, and have that $10 late fee, yep. then you become a, a customer that cool. I guess they can rely on. Mm. So then they're willing to extend that limit. And then you can also have things such as like, you know, if you get to that stage, you might not even pay then when you buy the product, you actually pay two weeks later. So it's deferred. So it's deferred. Mm. So then obviously you're not even feeling like you're paying for it. Yeah. You can, you see, can see the whole yeah. yeah. trap, yeah. yeah. If you're not managing it, and yeah, well, because it's like the the difference in um, having some legislation around responsible lending and a six hundred dollar loan going through the whole um, affordability calculator or triple CFA, in essence, to mm-hmm. sort of go cool. Well, you know. Can I actually afford this? It's very different. Um, just like you'd have to go through a top up on a mortgage on a house, yeah. ten grand, fifty grand, whatever it is, or you've even got to go credit through card, a credit you know. card, full application, credit yeah. card, you know, a whole set of applications, um, personal loan of the yeah. same amount, whole application versus just logging into your account, really. Yeah, I mean, I guess it is interest free, so I guess it's what gets a lot of people too. You know, they're kind of like, but then they nothing's the late, free. Nothing's free. That's <laughs> our Wallstrom. <laughs> Nothing is free, but I love the marketing ploy on yeah. that. Mm. Um, this is a real rabbit hole, and it's a rabbit hole because right now, 
people might need this more than ever. Absolutely. Uh, Christmas because is approaching. Yeah. Mm. Christmas is approaching. Kids mm. could go without presents if they can't access mm-hmm. this. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if people are buying food on this too. Well, if you if you think if you've got young children and if you've got two or three or if you've got four young kids, not four young girls, but if you've got four <laughs> kids and all of a sudden you need to buy decent sports shoes Shirts, for all of them, yeah, like you're four hundred bucks in a hole. Like with minimum, you know, if you go to shoe science, good luck. You're eight hundred bucks in a hole, depending on if you need properly fitted shoes but like it's not as if you just got access to like big chunks of money like that so if it actually works for someone to go cool well we can get these four pairs of shoes because they need them tomorrow or they needed them last week and then they can sort of manage it well and pay 200 bucks over the next four paychecks Mm, exactly which is comes down to the individual doesn't it put it this way you think about you take insurance out you pay that monthly Mm -hmm. why is that not paid in bulk Mm. right Mm. So, I, I see where, I definitely think it has a place in I society, think it has a place, fully, yeah. because capital is king, right? And yeah. you might be able to, if someone needs something here and now, we won't talk about alcohol, yeah. but we're yeah. talking about like the need, yeah. talk about essentials, the essentials. The essentials. Yep. this allows that to happen. Absolutely. So, where's the blurred line then? Because there is one. Yeah, I think the blurred line absolutely is vulnerable people. Yeah. getting into more debt and spiraling out of control and you know they asked um they had minister clark why are they even thinking of this or why are we doing it and he said because it's the right thing to do so imagine the spiral people can get into where it's just endless around debt and then more debt and then another lender then another sort of personal loan that's the vulnerable people um don't have the luxury of either that education or that consistency about repaying things and it just spirals one after the other and it, and it was reported that nearly nine percent of all buy now pay later accounts were in arrears so meaning nine percent of users were racking up late fees on their purchases so that then not only do they have those fortnightly payments it's now increasing I'd because love, they can't afford to I'd love it. to know how much money is owing out there mm. on be buy an now, interesting. I'd really like to know that because that will paint a bit of a picture and also to what the average credit limit is and then the average time that t- it takes to pay off with if it's inside its realm mm. like you said 9% is defaulting on that because yeah. that's where they pick up some big fees right yeah. just on a fees or late fees yeah. straight away Think off the top of my head, it's like ten dollars if you miss a payment mm. for one missed payment. And you got to remember too that these crowds are borrowing money. Mm-hmm. The same, mm-hmm. just no. raffle. The same fund money. This is yep. they're borrowing money to allow them to purchase those goods for you up front, and then stagger the payments. Yeah. Mm. So mm-hmm. they're borrowing money. So nothing comes free. Everything's capitalising to the cost of it. Right. Yep. Is this a bit of a political play right now? It's a feel-good factor. Mm. Like it they're is. doing the right thing. <clears throat> There's, you know, the feeling to this, in my opinion, the feeling to this now is very different to what it was in December and January last year when we are talking triple CFA and what we talked about when all these limits were in exactly probably the same position, but it was all around lending and how the banks were making changes. Um, why is this... Uh, affect your servicing or overall sort of perspective from a bank um, it's because of these limits that are in place which is no different to a credit card limit if they've done everything and worked it and paid it off all on time yet you've got a $1,500 limit or a $2,000 
two and a half grand limit. If you've got three of these set up, then you could be seven and a half grand just on a whim, withdrawn, yeah. and then you're in real shit again. Mm-hmm. Do you know how many allowed you're allowed under your own name? Is there only one per provider? No, or? no. You could have a lay-by account, you could have a hum account, you could have a zip account, and you could have an after-pay account. Wow. There you go. Imagine if those are all two and a half grand. There's ten grand that you could be exposed to right So there. lay-by works slightly different. It's weekly payments over mm. six weeks, and after-pay is four fortnightly payments. Mm. Or it takes you back to sure. advisor Lisa Barton. She goes old-school lay-by. Yeah, we used to be able to do that, which is quite good because yep. you know you'd have to pay it before, before you actually you got the item, mm, right? Mm, yes. Mm, mm. But then they stopped doing that. You know, you mm. can't really find that because everyone wants something here and now, right? Of course they do. I want it at my fingertips. Yeah. Mm. And I'm guessing a lot of these schemes don't want you to pay it off within that time frame. Well, well no, not. they want the late fees. Exactly. <laughs> That's how they make money. That's how they make money. Mm. So then, do we feel that these schemes are good? And do we think the legislation should change? Uh, I, I mean, I personally, I, I feel like it's good for people that are able to manage it. <laughs> it's not great for, like you said, those vulnerable people out there that maybe do, maybe don't have the income and can't actually, you know, s- say, okay, I've got enough now and I'll wait till I've paid that off before I use it again. So if you don't have the ability to manage that, then something like this isn't good. Yeah. However, you know, that's very hard to... Mm. Yeah, I'm literally sitting on the fence and going, there's definitely a place for it. Mm. Um, There's a place in society for it. Um, But for me, the ones that get put in a vulnerable vulnerable position and then can have multiple accounts set up, you know... That to me is probably wrong. Maybe that's where it needs to change. I think as well. it should be kept. Maybe you, know? you have one account, mm. and maybe there just is, like you said, maybe there is a little bit of a, an assessment around it. Maybe doesn't need to be. Can I know? say something? Go for it. What I'd like okay. to see, I'd like to see if you're buying, say, a five hundred dollar item mm-hmm. on buy now. Yeah. You need to have half of that money saved in a bank account. So if you're buying yeah. $500, you've got to have $250 in savings yep. to show, one, that you can save, you're mm. not living week to week, yeah. and that you can pay that off. Yeah. At least half, knowing that you can cover the other half. Half of your limit. Yep. So if the mm. limit's two grand? Yeah, $1,000. $1,000 mm. in savings you've got to show. Yeah. I, I like, though, that type of practical criteria. It's not practical, uh, though, No, it? no. But there's that, that way of thinking... Um, doesn't put someone in the vulnerable category straight away. No. You've got to actually have a better practical criteria to make it realistic for a person to succeed rather than to fail. Mm. Tell us the home loan criteria. You need 5% of genuine savings, correct? Correct. 5% genuine savings. To buy a house. To buy a house. Can't be gifted the whole amount. Nope. Got to have 5% genuine savings, and that's that proof of what you can actually save or proof of your... Uh, account, account conduct to be able to afford what you're going to do. So at a very low level here, mm. they're essentially giving you the deposit with no savings or showing no ability to save money. Correct. Correct. So they're, they're lobbing it in going, cool, be vulnerable, rather than looking at it from a more practical point Can of view. Can I be minister? <laughs> Please. Shout David Clark. Whilst you're for minister. So to wrap this up, this one with my idea, let's go to Parliament. <laughs> Let's get it sorted. Let's right? get this done. But what I've also on a serious note, if you need any advice, Money Empire is where it's at. The advisors are cool. They're calm. They're collected. The new Lucy's taking over the world. <laughs> Issa owns it. Peace out. Peace out. Thanks for listening to Beyond the Field.
If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with your mates or leave a rating and review. To catch all the latest, you can follow us on Instagram at Beyond the Field Podcast or send us an email at info at beyondthefield.co.nz. Thanks again and we'll see you all next time.